Welcome to the Sports Nut Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White. The Wizard of Odds is with us again from KennyWhiteSports.com, home of the power ratings, folks, and you need them with March Madness upon us. The crazy March Madness tournament, Kenny, my goodness, uh, it's been insane, but I got a question for you. We're at the Sweet 16. Is is now, do I change how I'm going to bet at this point in time? Because I got to be honest with you. I'm like five and four in this tournament, and I really am having a problem figuring things out. Well, maybe you just better change your underwear. <laughs> Don't you? And that, maybe that'll maybe that'll do the difference in the trick. And yeah, that you know, with betting, you know, somebody asked me that the other day. Hey, now that there's only uh, four games on Thursday and four on Friday, do I bet more money? <laughs> like, well, why? 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 Why would you bet more money? Well, there's only four games. So I can bet, I can afford to bet more money. I said, but you're not managing your money correctly then. So no, you're not supposed to bet more money on these. The the line is more difficult now. Uh, you know, it was it was a good bonus for the better to start the tournament because now these are teams playing for different conferences against each other. Now the the, the bookmaker and the line makers have seen two games against other conferences and they've been able to compare all the teams in each conference to see who was overrated and who was underrated and they're able to make a better line. So no, don't bet more, maybe even bet a little less unless you're uh unless you're winning. If you're winning big, you know, and again it's all part of your bankroll. Let's let's say you started with a thousand dollars and you, you ended up winning three hundred dollars, you had thirteen hundred dollars. So when you had a thousand you should have been betting uh uh twenty five dollars a game. And you wouldn't have worried about that 25. No big deal. You had a thousand dollars. So 25 a game is no big deal. But now that you have uh, the $1,300 bankroll, now you can bet 28 to 30 dollars a game. So you can bet a little bit more because you won some money and you have more in your bankroll now. So that's the only way. That's your money management. That's why 99% of the people lose right there. Money management. Amen. I agree with you. 199%. Mike, you're up with the next question, buddy. Well, Kenny, I was just going to say, how much into consideration are you taking the fact that these teams that are matched up now, there's several days in between this matchup, so they have a lot more time to prepare for each other, whereas before, you know, you had one one day and then your next game, those second round games. So do you take that a lot into consideration I do. On my sheet, I list the coaches and, and their experience and how many years they were there uh, or with that school and with those players. And also, you need to know, you know, some guys may be in their first year with the program, but uh, have been a head coach somewhere else. Tommy Lloyd of Arizona comes to mind that this is his first head coaching job. So I'm not really sure if Tommy Lloyd is, is that going to be that well prepared, even though he saw Mark Few do it for, for 20 years. Um, is he going to be able to, you know, have his team prepared for Houston? Where I know Kelvin Sampson, he's been in the rigors. He's been there before. He's been in this tournament. He's been deep in this tournament. He really knows how to prepare his team. Jay Wright for Villanova. You know that they're going to be well prepared for this game. Uh, Mark Few and Gonzaga, really, really well prepared. So, yeah, you got to take a look at these coaches. Another guy that just I just popped up, Mark Adams, first time as a head coach. Uh, the one good thing about Mark Adams is he's a defensive guy, so you know the defense will be very well prepared. That's another thing I look at this time of year. I always want that that better defensive team. You got any final four picks right now as we speak? 
yeah, well, why not? The, the Zags are definitely, you know, going to the Final Four, even though they they look like they could have gotten upset their last game against Memphis. Uh, they were down 10 at half, but they did come flying back and got the lead. At one point, it looked like they may get close to covering. And then at one point, they're up by four, and they celebrated, you know, like they won the national championship, and they were a 10-point favorite, but they won by four. They don't care about covering 10. They just cared about winning that game. But I, right. I still think... I still think they're the best team in the country. The gap is kind of closing. Houston and Arizona, but only one of those two teams can win that game. So right. that's that's going to be big. I think the winner of that game gets to the Final Four. Uh, North Carolina, I think, has a very good chance now to get to the Final Four. I think they're playing the best of the four teams from their bracket with UCLA, St. Peter's, and Purdue. And then uh, the last one, Kansas, uh, has a really good shot because of now the upsets in the bottom half of the bracket that they are the best team for the Midwest. So I got Gonzaga, Arizona, Kansas, and I don't know who else. <laughs> yeah, Iowa. I had Iowa. I had Iowa winning it all. Uh, well, I didn't have win it all. We had them in the final game, but it did surprise me that ESPN said when Iowa went down, that 12% of the uh, brackets had Iowa going to the championship game. Wow. <laughs> 12%. percent no kid. No kid. Yeah. But I heard that means a lot of people are listening to the sports nuts. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, and I saw I saw a couple of tweets about North Carolina, you know, people bringing up, well, they about blew that game against Baylor and this and that, and I'm thinking, well, that's even more reason to want to ride them because they didn't lose the game. Yeah, they about blew it, but they still beat a one seed, so why would you want to fade them because they beat a one seed? You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Uh, that you know they were up 25, and there was a, a flagrant two foul that a couple. I was I was actually I had uh, had to make a Costco run because I was having my kids over that night for a barbecue, and I went to get food from Costco, and I was listening to the game on the radio, and I had North Carolina, and they're cruising at half, and I get out of Costco and I turn the radio on, and they're up 25, and and then the flagrant foul happens. Yeah, and I'm driving, and I'm thinking. I don't like this at all. I don't like the way the announcers are, are talking. And then all of a sudden, Baylor hits two threes, and they had a, they hit their free throws, and it's down to 16. I'm like, oh, no. This is the number one team in the country, the, the national champs from last year. You know they're coming back. And then somebody fouled out for North Carolina. Right. And they lost two of their – so they had two of their starters out of the game. I said, oh, my gosh, I've got to pull over and, and bet this. i got to take Baylor right now and get off part of this bet because I can win both. And I never did. I got I, I got home. I guess I got, got to go to another grocery store. When I pulled in, I said, well, let me let me grab what I can. And I, I grabbed six and a half with uh, Baylor because I knew they were going to come back and win that game. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I know. And, they, and then they lost by seven in overtime. I lost by half a point. Oh, I my goodness. Over, I should have pulled over to a grocery store a little closer to when, they, when the run happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Cinderella teams here. Uh, obviously, St. Peter's that we talked about. Uh, what about uh, Miami, Iowa State? I mean, nobody gave Iowa State a prayer. Again, that is one heck of a defensive team, are they not? Yeah, they really are. It, it, it really shows you what players will do for you because, you know, Otzenberger was here at UNLV. Um, I believe it was three years he was here. I'm going to look him up real quick. Okay. But he, yeah, he, he, no, two years. He was only at UNLV for two years, but 
He, he had the 98th ranked team in the country his first year, and his second year he was 176. The team went team went completely backwards in his second year, and they played absolutely no defense. And then he goes to Iowa State, and they they got two wins. Yeah. And he wins 22 games and gets to the Sweet 16. I'm going to say it's not Otzenberger. It's actually the players that he inherited that are a lot better than, than what that is because he did not show that type of defensive teaching at, at his at South Dakota State. They right. didn't play defense, and they didn't play defense at UNLV. So I'm not sure what happened there or why they're playing such great defense unless he's got a great defensive coach. But this team did really they, – they, amazing for a team that lost. They went 7-11 and in the conference, and it was ranked the best conference in college basketball. But they pulled a couple of upsets and some slowdown games. Uh, Miami was my bracket buster team. I had two bracket buster teams that got to the Sweet 16, Michigan and Miami. And I said, Miami can win this. They can beat Auburn because Auburn's great at home, but they're not that not so good on the road. And Miami did beat them. So I, I think Miami wins this game. And the money came all on Miami. Surprise, the circle open Iowa State won. And, man, right away, Miami became the favorite. Now they're two, two and a half. But wow. I think that's the right number. I don't really have a play in the game. Right. I've, I've had to upgrade Iowa State's rating because they do have some really good players. Right. So it should be a great game, but I'll be rooting for the Hurricanes since they were my my bracket buster. All right. We are brought to you by Kenny White Sports, KennyWhiteSports.com. And Kenny, what do you got going on at Kenny White Sports right now, bud? You know, I think it's, it's been a uh, really good success with our uh, MVP email club. That I dropped the price from from my selections for $500 for a month to just sign up for the email club for $100, and for a month you'll get all my selections, you get the power ratings, you get everything, and the people who did it are very extremely happy in the NCAA tournament. The first four days I went 30 and 17 unit wise, mm. up 12.3 units. So uh, people were everybody that paid 100. If you're only betting 100 hours, you're you're still profiting 1100 hours for the week, and we have a lot more action to go. If you get signed up now, I'm NBA is back uh, i'm all caught up i'm up to speed yay um yep and uh today will be the first email going out i wanted to make sure um the numbers are, are really fitting nicely and uh, i'm up to speed on all the injuries which is the most important part and the numbers look great started out uh, with a winner last night with the chicago bulls and then i bet two totals last night for today's game and both of those move four points in my direction. So really feel good about when you get the, the, the numbers moving in your direction. So the NBA is back. You'll get those. NBA picks and Major League Baseball would be part of it because that will fall into the 30 days. Right. Well, that's fantastic. KennyWhiteSports.com, folks. you got to get on there. Speaking of Major League Baseball, the free agency, uh, the signings. You know, Trevor Story just signed. We've seen what uh, Freddie Freeman Signed for uh, who else? Mike, who am I missing? Uh, Correa goes to Minnesota, right? Correa, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, you had Philadelphia. They got Castellanos and uh, they Sh- Schwarber. Schwarber, right? So often, so no doubt the sports books have been busy with this, huh? Oh yeah, no doubt. Uh, moving numbers around. Uh, Chris Chris Bryant signed with the Rockies, right? Um, and a lot of people thought, why would he go there? You know, they're not. They're they're like trying to 
tear that thing apart. You're not tearing things apart if you're signing a Chris Bryant. Right. And I know p- pitching wins games, but Chris Bryant in that ballpark, he may hit 50 home runs and drive in 150. <laughs> uh, because he, he's probably going to hit 50 doubles as well. or tri- He might hit a bunch of triples because this guy's got great gap power and just a great hitter all around. He's going to love hitting in that ballpark. And uh, they did they did re-sign McMahon. Uh you know, so I, I, they do need a little pitching. Their pitching was great last year. So I, I don't think Colorado's rebuilding. I think Colorado's ready to, to make a run at the Dodgers. My Cardinals did absolutely nothing. Well, <laughs> well so sometimes you don't need to. You, you know, you're, you're homegrown. They've done a great job with their minor league system. And, you know, Tampa Bay probably hasn't done anything either, but yet they win. You know, 95 games every year, and I'm sure the Cardinals are going to be, you know, right there again because they had, you know, again, uh, their minor league system is just so good. Uh, they've already got the guys. I mean, they brought in Goldschmidt and, and Nolan Arenado. I mean, that's right. who they wanted to build around, and they still have those guys. So that's that's so important. And their pitching staff, just every year, if they if they didn't have the injuries, and that might be the only knock you could say against the Cardinals organization. Maybe they don't do enough pitcher stuff on rotator cuffs and elbows to strengthen them so right. these guys don't have injuries. Because they one year, I remember three or four years ago, I think they had like five stud pitchers all injured with, with either elbow or, or shoulder injuries. Mm, yes. Shame to see that many in one season. Trust me, I've lived through it. All right, NHL trading deadline. This will be pretty quick. There was a lot of movement, okay? Were you surprised by any of the trades and especially... The Golden Knights, I know they had, had gotten Jack Eichel, but it seems like their hands are tied uh, uh, as far as the cap is concerned. Am I right in that regard? Uh, they might be a little bit, yeah, because of because of the Eichel trade. Uh, uh, they they did send out uh, one of their forwards to San Jose. Right. I uh, can't remember his name, but that did free up some cap move. Uh, I think it was Dadat, Dadonoff. Um who they sent off and that he it was really underwhelming this year for for the team so they felt like he needed a new uh, atmosphere to play in maybe he'll do well at san jose but that freed up some cap cap room for the knights and did you see what anaheim did i mean they're basically gutting their team uh, lindholm uh went to where'd he go mike to boston uh, i thought pittsburgh no, no pittsburgh that was got... raquel raquel went to pittsburgh whatever the case may be and, and now they're talking about getting rid of John Gibson too. Uh, you know they were in the run for a, a mix for a playoff spot. Came back from the All Star break, and they've just kind of gutted their team. Yeah, Lindholm went to Boston. Uh, insane. And then the other one I wanted to ask you about: Florida getting Claude Giroux. They actually got three forwards. I think they need defense. But Claude Giroux going to that team, that high scoring team. My go- goodness, Kenny. Yeah, we, I know why you're right. This is, they're already that good offensively. Why not, you know, bolster the defense in the back end? I was I was kind of surprised about that too. So we'll we'll see. The uh, Toronto Maple Leafs uh, getting Giordano and Blackwell, I think, are going to definitely help Toronto make a little bit of a run. So absolutely. Well, Toronto was another team that needed defense. You know, no two ways yeah, about they it. Needed it. Yeah. One that will go under under uh, the radar is. The Nick Letty trade that the 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 Blues got Letty because he's been to the conference finals with the Islanders. He's a puck moving defenseman, and he won a cup with the Blackhawks. So 
That experience is extremely important in the NHL playoffs. All right, NBA. We're going to end with this. Uh, Right now, especially with Steph getting hurt, who do you think the top 10 teams are in the NBA right now? Has it changed? Well, I just so happen to be working on that, so... (laughs) You got you got it right in front of you right now, um, or you will have it soon. Um, I have it in front of me. Okay. Um, number one team right now is still the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. I have a 109 rating. Philadelphia with Embiid and Harden both on the lineup a 108 and a half, followed by the Boston Celtics and the and the uh, Memphis Grizzlies at a 108, and then three teams at 107. Minnesota who's playing better than anybody to start the second half of the season. Right. Mm-hmm. Phoenix and Utah. Mm-hmm. And they're all 107. So they're only two points back of Milwaukee. And obviously the Phoenix Suns at a 107. That is without Chris Paul. If you had Chris Paul in with his three-point value, they'd be a 110. They would be the, they would be the number one team in the NBA. Okay. All right. And that makes... That makes total sense yeah, to me. You've got two teams there, Boston and the and Minnesota, as you said. Minnesota playing extremely well. Uh, Boston's a team that a lot of people I think have been sleeping on, and I I like where you have them because I'm with you. I think Boston's a top tier team. I mean, there's no doubt about it that this team is legit, and Jason Tatum seems to be somewhat of a facilitator now in being able to to. Uh, you know, get guys shots and, and and dishing out to Brown and guys like that. So I think Boston's a really well-rounded team. Yeah, Brown, Brown and Tatum, that duo is, is almost as good as any duo in the NBA guard-wise. You know, when you got Embiid and Harden, that's probably the one of the top. And, and Durant, Durant and Irving, and 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 uh, when Simmons comes back, now that's the team. Brooklyn have them a one hundred three and a half. Uh, Irving is worth three and a half points. So when they play on the road, they're a 107. <laughs> so they are in the mix. Right. When they get Simmons back, Simmons is going to be worth two points a lineup. They'll be a 109. I will have Brooklyn tied with the Bucks at the top of the yeah. top of the leaderboard. So they they are they are that good. Um, they are when they get everybody back. But then again, you have continuity issues. Those guys haven't played together, so it may take ten games for them to really play up to that 109. Has Memphis got a shot at coming out of the West and going to the finals? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Right, I- right now, yeah, well, it's going to be them and Phoenix, I think. Utah's going to give a battle. Um, Dallas has played better. The one team that may give everybody a scare is the Denver Nuggets. If Murray comes back mm-hmm. and Porter comes back, their rating does jump up to a 109 mm. if both guys. But again, you got continuity issues. They haven't played and got a lot of rust to shake off too right you know sometimes we talk about the top but let's talk about the bottom because there are some bad basketball teams right now (laughs) trail the portland trailblazers (laughs) maybe the worst basketball team i've seen in the nba in a long time (laughs) oh kenny yeah (laughs) you 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 just hit on one mike mike uh put some big money on them last night and won not big money Well, they, yeah, they beat another bad team. Bad, yeah, that's... Detroit, Detroit's in the bottom five. Yeah. So, you know, again, bad te- can't win money laying points with bad teams. So you can't lay money with bad teams. And anybody betting the Pistons last night, <laughs> we're a loser. But right. the Port- Portland team is the worst team right now in the NBA. Um, but D- Detroit's only three and a half points better than them. So the, the number was way out of whack at nine. That was just too big. But right. Orlando Orlando is bad. Houston Rockets, Oklahoma City, and Detroit 
and uh, Washington. It's the bottom six. Those teams are just really bad right now. Yeah, <laughs> they thank, are. Thank goodness last night Portland was six points better than Detroit. All right. That takes care of this episode of the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White. We will see you next week. Have a great week.